you all, I know you have a big heart. You always putting, but it's it's me, my time to shine. Stop trying to share everybody else. Genuinely, are I know you want everybody to win, but you gotta win first before everybody else. But I'm like, well, if God has me in that position to win, I'm gonna win regardless of no matter what. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Six feet under. Six, six feet under podcast. I'm going to give you the afternoon whenever it's most recent. We're listening to another episode of the podcast. I am your favorite now. Hopes, whoops, just Uncle Poochie. She's here. <laughs> I like when you do that. You, I mean, I appreciate that. Go ahead. Good morning, beautiful people. It is your girl. I am Tarika Lachey, aka Meemaw, in the building. You see it, me and Uncle Pooch, and it's the Black Panther. Don't call me no cougar, Black Panther. <laughs> wow. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I got to do that, huh? You better chill out there, Killmonger. What's up, y'all? Um, as y'all can see, we got another family member back to the table. Ignore my audio. It's echoing. It's going to be like that. But, um, Mima, appreciate you for being here today. You could have been anywhere in the world. You decided to come here. Uncle of P. course. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this opportunity. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, before we even get deep into it, uh, Mima, or what you want to call you? Because I always call you Mima. I never call you government. I can be Tariqa Lachey. I just go straight into Mima. Anyone you want. Anyone you talk to, I'm going to answer. I'm like a Gemini. Both of my personalities, I go right into them. Well, as a Gemini, I, I can definitely give you the staff of approval. You definitely don't like one. But I'll call you Tariqa. Tariqa the Pond for But uh, you and I met when we did a competition back in February in Sacramento called Black Romento. And uh, what's funny is I didn't even realize you had a wig on. I thought you was an old ass lady. <laughs> Everybody is so fun. And I think it's the actress mm-hmm. in me because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I've been an actress all my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and so, and I think that's what people don't understand is that it's the actress in me. How many people, when I go into the show, how many people can uh, I trick into thinking that I'm this old lady? You should see how many be sliding in my DMs, but I'd be like, I ain't got no uh, AARP or no social security checks, so bye, boy. <laughs> you had me fooled. Okay. Bye, no disrespect, but the friend you was with, I remember we were talking, and I said, oh, yes, ma'am. I'm sure I do. And she looked at me like, wait, 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 wait. what? <laughs> Y'all played it too good. I, I thought y'all was going to be girl, okay? But I've always, ever since a little girl, mm-hmm. uh, you know how people say old souls? Mm-hmm. Like, one of my best friends is in her 80s. Like, a lot of that, uh, what people don't understand is, you know, my jokes are real. They're either from me talking about my my children or it's coming from something that me and my aunt went through, my grandma, like everybody, like how everybody said my grandma, like literally me, only thing, only really the only difference between me and me ma is that wig, you know, is that wig. Ever since I was a little girl, all my friends were older. My mom used to always say, Tarika, they too old for you. You can't have friends. You can't be in elementary and have high school friends. And I'm like, mama, these girls at my school can't teach me nothing. 
my mom she all to i'm telling you i've always ever since a little kid i've always um you know went towards older women you know even you know in my life i got married at 19 so i thought i was already grown in but I, it didn't work out it didn't work out but you, you know, know what i was about to ask you know what i was about to ask it didn't work out <laughs> i just think i just want to hurry up and you know <laughs> You know, you know, in them days, no shacking up. You ain't shacking up. Yeah. I, I mean, I ain't shacking up. I get married then, uh, in Reno, pay $2, get this marriage certificate so I can get it on. Now. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to ask you how old you was since you said you like older. But can you tell us how long it lasted? Uh, my mat, 10 years. Oh, man. We went 10 years. We went 10 years. And I have a beautiful daughter for that. So it's no, um, I would say, um, I don't have any regrets mm -hmm. because I have a beautiful daughter from that marriage. And, you know, I grew, we had fun. We were young. We had a lot of fun. But then, you know, some people grow up and that's what happened. So, yeah. And, 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 and that's actually why I wanted to be today because you were talking about growing up. And it's funny because we met at, a time where I was definitely coming into my own growth. So I was able to learn things about myself while also learning things from others and still keeping myself. Does that make sense? Yes. And so one thing I've learned from a person like you, who I've known for a short amount of time, is that you can have yourself and have like your outer self and still be okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I, I just think a lot of people in your position, my position, get a little caught up in the person they're trying to become and that they right. feel good. You know what I'm and, saying? And even for myself, I know we'll talk about it later, mm -hmm. but, um, and I really, and I was thinking this morning, I truly believe that I entered that contest to meet you. You know what I'm saying? Because I truly, because I mean, I, I appreciate everything. Michael Calvin Jr., shout out to you and that whole whole thing. Shout out! Shout Sacramento, out. Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento. Sacramento. I felt like we had a connection even before we met. And when we met in real life, I would say in real life, it was like a connection because I felt that, you know, I was fresh into the game. I really didn't um, enter myself into that competition. My friend that you, you, you were talking to, she felt like I was ready. I kept saying, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. She was like, yes, you are ready. And she was like, and if I need to put the money down, I'll put the money down into it. You're going to do it. Stop pushing yourself. But I know for me, the struggle is because I am Mima. And then some people do find out, you know, that I'm not, um, I'm not actually that old woman. Mm -hmm. And I've had, you know, like some comedians, like, when are you going to be your real self? Or um, when are you going to change uh, to yourself and not be me, Ma? And what I'm saying is, you know, some I kind of feel like they feel like the only reason why people like you is because you're this old woman. If you wasn't an old woman, but I've been hosting events. I've been um, doing things. Like I said, the only thing that separates me from Mima is that wig. Mm -hmm. 
And and even one of my little sisters, my sister, my little, I have two um, younger sisters. My little sister, Precious, was like, don't be trying to hide behind Meemaw. That's the real you. People know, people should know that Meemaw is just you, the real you. Mm-hmm. You get to be the real you. Mm-hmm. And um, I truly feel like I could be myself, but I'm in my own, I'm not saying I'm in my own, not in my own lane. I feel like that because there's other you know, people that's out there that is not um, mm-hmm. another person that, and like I said, I've been doing this. I, I was like, I wish I can go into high school because some of the stuff that I say now, me and my friend Kim used to do like um, lunchtime um, pop-up performances on the courtyard and we'll be like these old ladies and adding the pearl and all this stuff. So like, it's just all coming in to, you know, um, into it and so I just feel like Mima is who I want you can know Tarika Lachey mm-hmm. but Mima is who I want out there mm-hmm. if you watch now what's the difference between like say Tyler Perry you know what I'm saying Medea y'all love Medea y'all gonna pay big money to see Medea y'all know Medea ain't really who Medea is but that's okay. But because I'm doing stand-up, is that what the problem is? No, I'll tell you what the problem is. They couldn't do it. Okay? That is the only problem. One person, especially in the field of stand-up comedy, who tells you you need to switch up, they're just mad that they need to think of that first. You know how many people told me when I first started, I'm not going to call you uncle. And I was like, why? Because like, I'm older than you. And I was like, so you're older than every uncle in the world? Like, there's not an uncle younger than you? And that would quickly shut them up. Because they realized what I was telling them was like, you're kind of being a hater. I actually to call me my name. Well, you can't call me my name. You want to call me a name that you want to call me. Why? Because you don't want to respect it, or you just mad that you see me out here getting it. Now, I'm, I'm not even trying to pick myself to play. But it is just one of those things where, no, you remain me now. Because you know where the line with Lima and your actual self in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would only be a problem if you couldn't get out of the Lima territory. Yeah. Like if you couldn't separate who Mima is and who you are as a mother, as a daughter, as a friend. And then that starts to take up your life. That's when it's like, we need to chill. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's the actress in me. You know, mm-hmm. you create. A character, yeah, and that character have you know a life of her own, like people, and 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 how I knew. <laughs> so let's just go back because I know you want to ask me about it. So how Mima was discovered because mm-hmm. I was getting ready to say something, but we just go. Is that okay? Am I taking over your show? No, <laughs> you supposed to ask me the que- ask me the question. So I take can- over the show, Queenie. Ask me the question, so I won't feel like well, take over the show, Queenie. <laughs> okay, so. As I said, I, I was into acting and I kind of, you know, stopped. You know, life gets in the way and you feel, you know, I've always had a dream of being an actress. And I remember a guy many years ago was like, you're never too old to become an actress. They will always need actors of all ages for the rest of your life. And now that's happening. So I had did like um, plays and things of that nature, been in a couple of um, did a couple of cameos and some movies, but of course, you know, life gets in the way. I became a mom, became focused on work, and then that kind of halted, right? 
And so during the pandemic, um, you know, I was just losing so many family members. I, I believe in like within three month period, I lost 10 people. And I was just going to like a dark place. I was sad. Then they shut us down. Now I love, I'm a people person. I love to be out and talk to people. So now I'm in the house, away from my family, away from my friends. People are dying on me. So I was going into a dark place. I was just sad, crying. And one day I'm like, you know, I did little videos on the side. But then one day I looked and I seen an old wig that I had from a play that I was in. And the first video I did, and it was about, you know, I, I was getting tired of hearing, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. And I'm like, you don't have to, everybody should be washing their hands. Why do we have commercials and campaigns about washing your hands? And so I just put that wig on and I did that video. Don't tell me to wash my hands. And my grandma used to always like, when she come in the house, when she come from the grocery store, she wiping off her cans, she wiping off sodas, water. She like washing that all down. She been to that. She's like, you don't know what people be digging in their nose and they booty and carrying on. You don't know what they be doing. You got to wipe this stuff down and be sitting rats and stuff. And she will always say that. And then she will always make us <laughs> soak in um, Hexol. I don't even know if they still have Hexol. That sounds illegal. Have you ever heard of Hexol? And she used to put that in our water. It kind of smelled like pine salt. I don't know if we were supposed to, but we, we, we had uh, we had Comet where I was from. Oh, Comet, we had Hexol. So my grandma mm. would put that in our water. So that's what I was kind of said. I was like, I bet you if you put a little Hexol in here, the coronavirus, you know, be all right. So I made that video and just was, you know, did it for like my little friends on Facebook and Instagram. And then it was like, a few people start laughing. They like the video. So I'm like, okay. And then people start, I did another video. And then I just did a little bit. And then people start asking, when are you doing your videos? I'm like, y'all watching them? For real? And they like, yes, we watch them. It was like, you entertaining us. I said, this is, and entertaining people makes me happy. It brings me joy. That's like a therapy for me to you know and when i see people laugh and having a good time and enjoy what i'm doing that brings me joy so then mm -hmm. i started doing it again and then one of my um sisters in christ shout out to uh sister steps stephanie mm -hmm. you know that's my boo she is a zumba instructor ujam instructor raw mix vegan all that <laughs> business sister i gotta give a shout out to, um and so she was like, um, they had a block party. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you want to bring Meemaw to the block party? I said, Meemaw, don't come outside. This is just something I'm playing with. <laughs> like, no, the world needs to know who Meemaw is. She was like, sis, you are entertaining. I love Meemaw. And I was like, really? She like, yes. Do you got any pictures? So I was like, no. So I went outside and took like some selfies outside. And then she she fixed it up real nice. And then she put it. And then I did like a little dance video where she hooked it up. And it looks good. And it's like, you know, block party, special guest, Mima Jenkins. And I was like, oh, what? Oh, no. She, it was like, what's your name? I was like, I ain't got no name. This lady don't have no name. And I was like, uh, Mima? I guess, you know. It was like, 
I don't know. I never gave her a name. It's just, you know. So she, you know, made the flyer and I went to her um, block party, you know, all in character dressed up. You can catch it. And so, um, you know, she introduced me. So then she goes, Tarika, do I tell these people that you not that you not real? These people think that you are really an old lady. They asking me, are you my grandma? How do I know you? How awesome you are? She was like, what I do? They think you real. I was like, well, just wait till I leave and tell them. Don't tell them until I leave. She was like, okay. So she had to break it. And so she called me. She was like, wow, they really, she was like, sis, you have something. And I was like, I do. And then I have another friend. Am I talking too much? Because I can no, talk. No. Just yeah, give me you a. You fine. All I want to say about that is, I, again, like I said, I thought you were an old woman. And ironically, y'all, I don't know how about a look to draw because you really draw numbers. Um, Mima went right before my set. Tore yeah. She did great. Thank you. She did so great that she moved on and I didn't. <laughs> but what was funny, as I'm listening to your set, I'm talking to uh, Michael Calvin. Shout out to Michael Calvin again. Um, and he tells me she's not an old woman. <laughs> and Honestly, that was the worst thing I could have heard because I'm in there with my jokes, my jokes. And then as I get told, you're not an old woman, right? As I'm about to go on after you, I forget everything I'm about to say. So I'm like, yo, she came in character. She got a whole thing. like, And, and it just blew me out the water. So I went up there and I literally wet the bed because I started thinking too much. So, I mean, I'm not blaming you for that. It was, I'm not going to blame you for how bad I did. No, 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 no. no. It's Michael Calvin fault. It's Michael Calvin. Nah. Um. <laughs> but no. That was that was that was when I found out. That was when I found out literally right before you went on. I mean, right before I went on stage, that you were you know in a a a, a character. I'll say. And honestly, as you said earlier, like you did the competition to meet me. I mean, I, I can say the same thing about you because I, at that moment, knew I need to step my game up. There were people who had full-fledged characters that they had fleshed out that people thought that they were truly them. And I'm sitting up here doing jokes from two years ago. I said, okay, I need to set my game up. So I've been meaning to tell you that. Thank you for the motivation right there. That was that was that was uh that was very inspiring. That night. Oh, thank wow. you. Yeah, I was like, wow, this this woman has it. Because it was it was it was funny because even your friend looked older in the scenario with me because she was with you. So I was like, oh yeah, these like my grandma. And then, like, yo, no, they not. Because <laughs> I feel like your friend, your friend must have caught on that I thought she was older too. She was like, I'm, I'm not that old. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not that old. Not that old. Or some people call her my daughter. They be like, yo, daughter, your mama got it. I be like, yeah, baby, but shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm your mama. <laughs> I'm your but, mama. But, but I, I, I did want to uh, piggy on something that you did say about like. Uh, when you were doing the character or when you got invited to the character, at what point did you ever feel like, yo, I, I should, I like, I'm not good enough or, you know, I'm a fraud or, you know, I did, yeah. yeah. Well, not even, not even that I'm a fraud. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, you get to it like, oh man, um, they really think that I am because a lot of people say your mannerisms are of an old woman, the way you do your mouth, 
the mm-hmm. way you do your eyes. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it, it brings joy to me because that's the actress in me. Yeah. That means that I'm playing the part. Mm-hmm. But I never, that was just me, you know, as an actress. Still, I still wasn't even thinking about doing stand-up at all. It was just like, you know, videos and TikToks and little skits like that. I still was not thinking of doing Mm stand-up. So at that point, it was just exciting. Like, well, people really, you know, my friend was like, can can you host the show? And then I was like, uh, she was like, "Uh, do you want to host it? I was like, do you want, um," she was like, but I don't know if I want Mima or if I want Tarika Lachey. And Tarika Lachey, I've always hosted, I hosted events when I was in college. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of the, the life on campus and stuff. So I've always, you know, hosted things and did things and always been funny all my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, you know, people be like, do Wanda, do Shanae You know, that's how, you know, I've always did that. But um, when they start bringing Mima out and people like, no, people need to know Mima. People love Mima. Even people that I know that knows who I am be like, bring Mima. Where Mima at? Where Mima at? Like, literally, I forgot that on Facebook, um, some of the um, vice principals of my school was on my page. And, you know, some people that I work with. And I and and you know usually you know you professional so at work I'm working professional they know I, I joke everything but you know you forget everybody who's on there like all the church people everybody and I'm not you know in certain areas they don't know how funny that I truly am because I'm this person and yeah you, I forgot so that exposed a whole everybody like oh so even when I went to school they like where Mima at we need Mima we need a little. Uh, laughter because this is they had a stressful day and I'm like and let me tell you something that in itself can become stressful because now you you feel like you become part of people's day I'll tell you a short story because you brought us on with that Facebook stuff right I started my podcast in December of 2019 this this very podcast we talking on I started this uh almost three years ago right yes I did not. I did not mean for this to get this far. <laughs> See? I, went, I went through a breakup, um, and uh, it wasn't more so the breakup that made me start the podcast. It was the aftermath of the breakup and how I felt about myself. And um, I didn't. I'll say it now, but I didn't know then. Like I was a serial monogamous, but I didn't know how to be monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I wanted to be in love, but I didn't know what it cost, you know? And so I was in these relationships, in and out, in and out, never by my car. So I finally am single, right? And uh, I started a podcast, and it's just supposed to be something I'm going to do for like a couple of weeks, maybe. And um, it was therapeutic, because at the time I was a drinker. I was yeah. a huge alcoholic. Um, pretty much ended all my relationships because I was bad. Like my owner was like, "You need to get your life together. You're, you're, you're sinking." And um, one day, after begging my mom to let me come back and stay with her, because they said you can go, because my alcoholism had tore me up. My mom let me come back and stay with her. Uh, well, my mom and dad let me stay. I was with my mom and dad, you know, because dad's not always close to. But uh, I came back to stay with my parents, and uh, one day I just. 
started a podcast. When I started talking about stuff, I never told people. I mean, childhood traumas to my adult mistakes to infidelity. And um, no one listened. <laughs> Not a soul listened. No one listened. The first month I did this, no one listened. Um, I got on Apple Podcasts and I was just joking around. And I said, if you want to be known, here's the link to my podcast. I would appreciate it if y'all listen to it. Only if you want to be known. And I had, I think, like 10 episodes. And uh, the day I posted that, I think I only had like 30 listens total on all 10 episodes. And I'm sure they were all like, maybe my experience. <laughs> and uh, after I said this on Apple Podcast, I kid you not, the next day, three good, I had almost over a thousand listens on all 10 Look, episodes. you better testify. Look at that. And oh, it, it gets it gets funny. So after that, I see the numbers, and I'm like, maybe, maybe I got something. So at the time, I'm working in law, and um, I don't know how it even came up, but someone asked me a question, and I said, I don't know. Um, no, they said, What are you doing this weekend? I said, I'm working on my podcast, and everybody looked at me like, You have a podcast? I was like, Yeah, and they were like, Seriously, yeah. And they were like, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And I, I sent it to them. Now, mind you, I'm at work. This is where the story gets back. That podcast, to which we talking about right now, to which you know, took on a life that I never expected. My whole job was people were literally walking up. If I had the time, I would record in the morning because I'm an early bird. I wake up at like 4 in the morning. That's my old song. Almost every day I wake up at 4 in the morning. And I record what well, I did back then. I record, and the episode will be up by 6 o'clock in the morning. So my co-worker will listen on the way to work. See, look it. Cool, 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 cool. Then the pandemic hit. And they wanted to see how committed people were to their life or their to their work. And my job found my podcast, and they listen, and they say, you're fired. <laughs> no, um, for reasons that I don't really want to get into, some people had decided to start a podcast to transcribe them, and they went about it the wrong way. They talked about the wrong stuff. They included like what it worked. They talked about things. They just were like, "Come on, man!" Like you said, Facebook professionalism is just playing around. Like people don't realize that people can separate sometimes Mima from Teresa or Teresa from Mima. And so my job ended up firing two young ladies for that podcast were really inappropriate. They said, we got fired, you too. And it was at that moment, I said, this is what I'm supposed to be, God. That was a great job. I was making more money than I'd ever made in my life. But if this had the impact, at that point when I got fired, my podcast had just started streaming in Europe. And I said, this is what I'm supposed to be, God. This is what I'm supposed to be. I, 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 I never thought it would take that far. But I just want to tell you, I applaud you for taking that steps and posting yourself on Facebook. Because people don't realize this takes a lot of courage. It does. It you start does. off doing it for fun, and then you, by the grace of God, just are still in it. And you're realizing that, yo, like, this is now, like, somewhat a job. Right. right. And I and I just want to congratulate you on it, and congratulations to you. And you're doing an amazing job. Like I said, I 
am so thankful that I had the opportunity to meet you and, and that we are able to, you know, communicate because I communicate with you all the time, you know, even before you were just grateful and putting a video together for us to get the promotion. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Mima, you doing it big. <laughs> Well, you know, that that is the thing is now I've been doing this now for three years and um, it's becoming it's becoming easier to um, see people's character. And I mean that with no shade to no. No, 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 no. I I, I know. I know. exactly. Yeah, I mean that to no shade to no one because I am not perfect. So I'm not going to sit here and say like, well, this person's less credible, this like that. No, but it's just it's, it's it's a it's apparent. It's apparent. I do things for free sometimes just to kind of see where people's character is. Because to me, at this point, some things I can do for free because I can do it so quickly, you know? And some things I charge for because it's just like, I don't like your character. I keep 100 with people. I charge you more if I don't like your character. I was like, what's your your cash at? What to do? You were like, no, no, no. No, you, yeah, you were like, what's your cash at? I said, no, it's all good. You know, but I'll be, but but all it being, you were the only person that said that. I'll just tell you that. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. And, I, and I I don't mean that it's shade. I don't mean that shade. I just mean that it, I believe in supporting it and and and, and my people not asking for a discount when I do it. And that you know, I love all people but you know I I believe in supporting us when we're trying to do something it's, it's really important that we help each other we stick together we're not asking for a discount we're paying the full price we're doing everything that we would do with everybody else and that's just me period. And you can't, again, you can't teach people that. I don't spend my time. That's why I told you when you said that some people be like, well, we're going to be the real you. This is the real me. This is the real This is the real me. And another thing is, too, because I do work with kids every day. So Meemaw was like my alter ego mm-hmm. where, you know, it, it connects me, disconnects me from my kids, from my Well, at least I thought that it connected me from students and like parents. So it would be a way I don't do it. As you can see, I'm, I don't use profanity at all. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everything that I do is, is basically clean comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that's something that I pray for. I was like, God, let me be able to shine. I know how successful like Sinbad was while his, you know, with clean comedy. I know it's the guy in Oakland named Jay red. I believe mm-hmm. he's clean comedy. And I really, um, like and and that's something that I wanted to be able to do so that you know, Meemaw has a a children's following. There's a lot of parents that say that their kids love Meemaw when I do shows. Little kids run up to me, hug me, love me. I don't know if it's because you know, like that grandma figure. So, um, when I did start questioning myself, when people were saying. You know, uh, when um, don't you know? I know one person in particular that told me. He just said that he knows that I, you know, I have talent, and he don't want me to be stereotyped as mm-hmm. Nima. But I know that his, I know that you know he was gen- he's genuine about what he was saying. He would just mm-hmm. say, you know, make sure that I break it up if I, you know, wanted to be successful. Don't get stuck there. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as Nima, I started. I did start. I have. I can't lie. I start questioning myself and should I do this? You know, oh, maybe, oh. you know, I started being all in my head mm-hmm. and I started questioning myself, you know, I, I was well, still early. Nobody don't really know who I am. At least yep. I thought that nobody knows who I am. 
until I go places and people do. And I'm like, well, you ain't never like nothing. You ain't never get nothing. You watch pause, my, all pause, my videos. Pause, 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 <laughs> pause. Pause, because we're going to talk about that, okay? I agree with you. A hundred and ten percent of what you just said. Because just last year, legitimately, again, I always have to experience things with no shade, especially when you're a black person. But my brother graduated from college, graduated from TSU. Shout out to him. Hey, give it up, brother. And so my little brother graduates from college. I'm originally from Tennessee. Okay. I live in California now, but I'm originally from Tennessee. So I moved away when I was 10. My younger siblings never lived there, so they don't really know the people from Tennessee like I know them. You know? So, like, it's a little different feel when I go back. I grew up there, right? So, where my brother's graduation, and I see somebody that my mama went to high school with. And I go to ask her a question. She answers the question, and I say, okay, no problem. I start to walk away, and she says, no problem, Uncle Pute. And I just turn around and I'm like, huh? <laughs> and again, no shade. But this woman is not my demographic. She is a good 20 plus years older than me. And I'm like, this ain't my demographic. These folks don't know me. Nobody knows me. Because as you said, I never liked the picture. Ain't never liked the post. Ain't never reshared the post. Ain't never did none of that. So in my head, I'm just talking to the, I'm just talking to my phone. I'm just talking to my phone. Ain't nobody talking to me that. I'm just talking to my phone. <clears throat> we get to the graduation, graduation with, we get to graduation party. One of my cousins says, let's take a picture. And I'm like, cool, let's take a picture, whatever. And he goes, I want to take a picture with a man with sophisticated business. See? And I go, huh? Right. Look. And at this point, it finally dawns on me. Everybody's paying attention. Everybody yeah, sees. They, they all yeah. see. I did been places and like what? And uh, one of my high school friends that I graduated, he was like, "Me and my daughter listening to Mima. We love Mima. We watch your videos." And I'm like, "What? I, you know, people be like Mima, and I'm like, I don't even. I don't see it." I don't see it. But you know, like you said, no shade. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But it's just when uh you know people like recently I just did um first Fridays. Mm -hmm. That was a blessing. That was crazy. Thank you. In Oakland, my town, you know, it was thousands of people out there. Thank you, Pooch. And people like literally I was walking out the street, they like Mima. And I'm like, and I was like, Mima, I saw you on stage, and I was like, Mima. I love your videos I've been watching. I'm like, huh? Mm -hmm. Mima. This dude was like, oh, you had she she is funny. I seen her in Sally. Oh, you about to go up there? And I'm like, what? I was um in a fashion show here in Stockton. Mm. And um one of the young ladies give it up to Trendy Boutique. She was like, she loved Mima. She said, you gonna represent for like the aunties, the mom, you know, like the older women. Because mm -hmm. her shop, everybody thought. You know, it's younger women, so mm -hmm. no older. So when I wore some stuff, it's older women like, oh, they got that in there. You know, so, um, I did that, and so I remember I was doing a fashion show, and this um, this guy, at, um, he was a Mexican guy, and he was like, yo, Mima, and I was like, what? I know you from Instagram, and I was like, wow. 
it was just so crazy to me. And I'm just like, Meemaw. And then I had another young, um, I, uh, one of my, um, shout out, I'm giving all these shout outs. Uh, shout out to Aaron. <laughs> um, he does open mic nights here um, in Stockton. And I did it. And it was a lot of young, um, teen, a lot of young teenagers there. And one of the young guys reached out to me in the inbox and like, Mima, keep shining. I love watching your videos. You encourage me. And thank you for um, your kind words and keep shining and making everybody's day. And I'm like, okay, God, you telling me to keep going. Mima is not going to stop. She's going to continue. Um, and period. That look and see the beauty of that is that and, and I don't know, I don't I don't care how cocky this makes me at this point I know somebody's looking at this. I know somebody's looking at this and they're like yo in a good way he did it I can do it. You know, people have actually said this to me. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't have on a podcast. You said it was possible, so I did it. And once I realized my impact, I was like, I'm never stopping. If anything, all I, all I can think of like now is like how impactful my words can be. So if anything, it taught me the, 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 um, the power of a, that I had in my words and my actions and how they affected others. Because prior, remember, I said I was an alcoholic. I didn't realize any of that. I just talked, said what I wanted, did what I wanted, took what I wanted, and with it. Um, Congratulations on your journey. And, and uh, you know, a year and a half later now, um, I'm like, nah, son, I can't just say that. You know, because the first year I had my podcast, I was still alcoholic. So I was still saying nonsense. <laughs> you know, like, they got, I got episode I can read it. I'm like, what the fuck? Delete. What did I just say? What did I just say? How <laughs> many people have been already? <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where, yeah, no, you must not go anywhere. And um, it's funny how life blesses you like that. I have my cousin. My cousin came out here with me, and we were in Sacramento. And um, I just we were walking out of all places. We were walking through like a, a, a Michaels. <laughs> and, I'm trying to find, I can't remember, I got a, a, a picture frame or something. And somebody is walking behind me, and I walk past them. So I turn around, I walk past them. And he goes, You just walk past me like that, Uncle Pete Kane? Was not anticipating that. And my cousin's with me, and he's like, They, they call you that? And I'm like, apparently so. Yeah, apparently so. I mean, I knew the guy from around the way, but I hadn't seen him in a long time. Like the only time we saw each other was on social media. So the fact that he was like, Yeah, man, what's up, Uncle Tay? Like, I'm sure you don't even remember my real name at this point. And it was cool because it let me know that that guy actually got a piece of entertainment from this world that we live in, from my stuff. And that's that's really, you know, the money's cool, you know, um, the attention's dope, I guess. I, I don't. Uh, but really, for me, it was like, if I can help people for 10 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 minutes, however long it is to, to kind of feel better with this crazy world, that's enough for me. You have done that. Like, I, 
And it's my first mm. um, podcast ever. So thank you, Uncle. I call you Unc. You know, I'll be calling you Unc. You know. <laughs> you know, that's how we do in the town. Unc. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Put me on some, uh. Put me on some, boy. Yeah. No, but it, it's it's real. It's real because I don't I don't want. I think you know. I think I think too many bad people get attention. There are good people doing good things in this world. Yeah. Rarely talk about them because it's good. Like. Talk about like I repost everybody, and a lot of people don't do that for me, but I still do it. And I do and, it because I genuinely do it. And I know I just got in trouble by one of my close friends was like, look, you all, I know you have a big heart. You always put in, but it's it's me and my time to shine. Stop trying to share everybody else. And I'm like, I can't. She's like, I know you can't. I know you. I know how genuine you are. I know you want everybody to win, but you got to win first before everybody else. But I'm like, well, if God has me in that position to win, I'm going to win regardless of no matter what. You know what I'm saying? This period. Just just when you, I'm telling you, when you did that video for me and you had me, Ma, you had that, that made my confidence on a whole nother level. Just that little bit. I was like, oh, you see me right here, folks. You didn't, you didn't, that's why I came with the leather, the, the red leathers on that. I said, you didn't. Look, I, I'm feeling like a frog for him. Hey, you know what's crazy about that is, is um, I remember the first time someone retweeted me, like they retweeted my podcast. I uh, shout out to them. I always name drop them, but uh, two podcasts got me in the game. Uh, the Meme Never All podcast. They based out of Baltimore. That's my boys, um, and, and my and my people. Um, C Dot, best friend. Uh, hey George. I'm sorry. Hey Jester. You know Pablo. That's the man who got me in the game, right? Okay. And, and uh, you know, had they not initially even been nice to me, I wouldn't even start it. But another podcast uh, called Text Active out of North Carolina. Now, mind you, listen to that. Baltimore and North Carolina. This ain't nowhere near California. So these right. are strangers. Um, Text Active podcast. Uh, those are my peoples out there. Producer EA, uh, Rez, and my boy Meezy. I'm actually piling him a little bit later on today. Shout out to him. They... Uh, were the first podcast to ever retweet me on Twitter. Wow. Now, mind you, right, I think I had, and still don't have that, that big of a following on Twitter because I don't really care for it, but I think I had at the time, like, at this time, I had, like, 30 episodes in the tuck, and I was like, people got to hear this. I just want, like, at least one person to hear this and tell me what they think. So I sent it to him. I said, tell me what you think. I didn't say repost me, share me, and nothing. I said, can you please listen to this and tell me what you think? Now, mind you, in the episode, I praised them for assisting me, you know, I was like, "Hey, thank you," you know, blah blah blah. Measy, mm-hmm. he retweets me, and he tells me, "Hey, Pooch, good job on the podcast. F the numbers, stay consistent. And right, F the numbers, stay consistent. consistent. Exactly. That's exactly. What I'm telling you this because it was at that moment, and I kid you not, that job I told you got fired from. I was still working at the time. I had actually, I was still going through some things with alcohol." When I got that tweet, I walked outside. I kid you not. I walked outside. I put my hands in the air and I started crying. I just started praising God because yes. it, I had thought. I thought to myself at that moment. I said, "I've arrived. People, people are going to, you know, they're going to hear me. You know, even the ones that don't want to hear me. Don't get me wrong. I get, right. I get hit you on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't really care about it. I don't really focus on it because it's just like, you know, what's you what's know up? That the ones you when the ones that 
have negative or the haters, there's always somebody to remind you why you're doing what you're doing to keep going. Yep. Yep. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Because what's pain to a giant? You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to kill these ants with sledgehammers. I'm just going to step over you. I have no time to be worried about it. My life is my life. If you want to critique it, great. Am I saying I'm right on time? No. So I'm open to opinion. But you just better make sure that opinion is positive. Because when I come to you about something I don't like, I'm not like, man, you, 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 you suck. Blah, 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 blah. No. I'm here to tell you, hey, you might want to switch this up. You, you might want to look at this. Period. But yeah, when, when I got that retweet, I was in game. I was in this. Exactly. And, and even for me, Pooch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my first show. Okay. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my boy, Jerry Law Too Raw. Jerry Law Too Raw. He the wrong one. Shout Jerry out to him. Law Too Raw. He was in there too. That's my mentor. That's my dude. Town business. He got my back. I forever. I'm loyal to the soil to that brother. Because he's, he's too, the one that was like, you want to go on stage? And I was like, no. I said, I've always wanted to do stand up, but I don't think that I can just stand in front of people and make them laugh. Like I can do little stuff like skits, but yeah, I don't know about that. He was like, yes, you can. He was like, you just got to get out there. And I remember my birthday. I forgot. I think it was 2019. If I'm, if I'm not, you know, all the after the pandemic, all the years go together. But 2019, I wanted to go because I love comedy. I've always watched Comic View, Deaf Comedy, I'm all of that. Like I loved it, but I, I couldn't see myself. People would ask me that, but I'd be like, yeah, no. So um, that night we went to go see. I think I believe it was um, Damon Wayans, and um, he uh, he had opened up for Damon Wayans, and I had asked him. Because you had to buy a four-pack, and I had to get an extra. My mom wanted to come, so to bring her. And so we had a good time. He gave me this shout-out, and I met, you know, Jerry Law. That was, like, the first time we, we, like, communicated and things of that nature. And so that night, my friend was like, go stand on the stage. And I was like, well, she was like, because one day you're going to be on this stage, so you take this picture right now. Shout-out to Leslie Little John, you know, Energetic Hands, Plug, Herbal Life, you know, Changing the Game. And so um, she was like, stand on the stage, let me take the picture. And I still have the picture. And I, when I tell you, I cried because we was at Tommy T's outside in it. And I took my pictures on my birthday. And then Jerry Law was like, um, I, was, I was trying to book my friend because she's a comedian too. Shout out to Kenya. Um, and so I was like, I can book her. And then uh, we went to go see one of his shows. And he was like, okay, you booking her, but are you ready? And I was like, you know what? You like the third person that has asked me, am I ready for stand-up? Because y'all feel like I'm that funny. I can't keep saying it because God has obviously put these three brothers, you know, like in different places. I was three different places they had. They don't know each other to reach out to me. I said, I'm going to stop saying no. And I'm going to say, yeah. He said, I want to be the first person to pay you as a stand-up comedian. I said, let's do it. He like... Thank you. He put me on that flyer. I was like, oh, you know, talking yourself, you know, self-doubt, self-talking. Then took the anxiety to a whole nother level. I can't, <laughs> I can't breathe. <coughs> Excuse me. That's not wrong. That's a call. And so I was so scared. When I tell you my family and friends showed up. Showed up. All ages. It was about close to 40 people in the audience that was my people 
ready. They said, we have been waiting for this moment all our lives. And I was like, what? And I did that show. And then Jerry was like, you know, he called me. He was like, you did a great job. He was like, and yo, yo, he was like, man, they come to support you. He was like, hey, you ripped it up. Develop you. You know, we can start doing stuff together. I can start developing you every once. uh, I did it um, every fourth Saturday. I was with, you know, him and I would, you know, to to develop myself. And then one of this other guy, Big Sass, um, came to one of his shows. And then he booked me at Tommy T's. For all women show. Like, I'm telling you, I was fr- when I met you, that was six months of me doing stand-up. So I was, it was a couple of months in, in Big Sass. And I was like, really? He was like, yes. And I did a couple of skits with him. And I bawled crying because I reflected back on that picture. And look, I might start crying now because I'm a crybaby but I reflected back on that picture that my friend told me to take because she believed enough in me when I didn't believe, you know, Jerry believed when I didn't believe that I can do it. Everybody believed but me, you know, and I was in tears because I said, wow, you know how they said manifestation, just prayer, when you pray years ago and everything, like my daughter, this was her last year. She was she graduated and I did everything I had to do. And my mom said, now it's your time. This is your time. Mima is about to go hard. She said, this is your time. You've been the best mother that you can. You was the best wife that you, it, 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 and you know, she said, now it's your time to live your life and have fun and do what you need to do. My dad came to my show. He like, let me see what you, here you go. You know, he know that I do acting. He's talking about your mama and talking about me getting tickets to you doing stand-up comedy. He's like, girl, okay, what's she about to do? My dad called me. He said, Reek. He called me Reek. Reek! He said, I ain't gonna lie to you. Your mama told me we was coming to see you do stand-up. He said, I wasn't sure you can do it he said but when you hit that stage my mouth dropped to the floor he said girl you got it i said i do daddy he said you got it he come to my show he grades my show sometimes he give me some grades i don't like and i'll be like he said no i can tell but i appreciate that you know and my dad i was like what he said you tow it up he was like, you one of my favorite comedians now. And to hear that from my dad. And my mama, now she wanted them go hard or go home. She gangster. She real town business. And she was like, man. And just to see people that tell me that they were in a dark place and my comedy helped them. I'm telling you, all ages, 80 and under, have came to a show to see me and that means a lot and um even um one of my um sisters tanya uh sahili shout out to her her son she's like my son love me ma you have to do a show where he's able to come and see it so i'm working on a show where it's all ages you know Mm -hmm. where everybody can come because like i said all ages and that's just god saying continue when you can get the a little kid Laughing at my jokes, I have a little yeah. girl. She uh, I, and I took a picture with her. 
She was cracking up. I said, I don't care if nobody in this whole place laughed to see her face light up. That's all and she was cracking up and she was talking to me on the stage and, and doing it. And then when I finished, she hugged me. I said, that's all I needed. And I, I'll come to this is uh, I'll leave out with this and uh, we'll close out. But um, no matter how big it is, please never allow fear to dictate you on that stage. I had a family who passed away from cancer in uh, March. Was that the one you went to the service? Yeah. Uh-huh. She came out last July with uh, some other family members to visit us in California. And uh, I had a set that I just didn't make it to. Um, and realistically, I, I, it was over mic, and uh, I didn't get there on time because I was I was so nervous about how it's going to be in front of my family that I didn't even make it there on time. And I remember my aunt who passed away. She said, "All right, what's the next one?" It was no next time. And so I'm reminding her every time when I, you know, I think about doing a show, doing a podcast, doing a skills, you know, you can get in your head that like, you know, well, you know, I'll get it next time. Or like, you know, sometimes you lost fear to dictate because you fear. Don't do that. Don't do that. I do my show now, how I do it, just to have visual recordings. I'm a, I'm a very, very um, sensitive man about people I care about. So looking back on it, and knowing I could have pictures of my aunt and my show, um, but I don't because I was too scared. It's something that that, that really plagues me every single day. So I'm very happy to hear that your family is supporting. My family is supporting me immensely for the ones that are here. My brother, sister, mom. I remember your family. That your wasn't your parents there. Yeah, my parents. Yeah, yeah, my parents is there in front of me. I had to start. I had to start telling comedians that that's my parents. Please stop, because everybody kept like, like jokes. I'm like, I was like, they're not gonna laugh. I'm they're not gonna laugh. Please stop. The people from South Memphis, they don't look how they actually are. But um, it was one of those things where I like I, I said, Jesus, please keep going. Don't ever allow fear to dictate it. Um, because you, you want. You never know when it's your last show. You also never know when it's the last time someone gets to And I'm pretty sure you know that. But just, I don't, I don't know what you creators think about that sometimes. This is, this is a, we create a matrix. You know what I'm saying? Of a loophole for people to escape the reality for however long it is. And maybe after they visit our matrix and they come out of it, they feel a little bit better. So maybe they were going to do something that they shouldn't have done. Now they're not going to do say, listen. Or maybe they were going to cry and be sad about something. But now, you know, we shed light on things and they don't feel that bad about it. So um, as great as you are, because Mima is great, just remember that. And Uncle Puche is great. And I'm just going to manifest this, that we're going to do a show together in the future. Both yeah. of us together. Yeah. Yeah. And he gonna and, and, and it's gonna be amazing. And I feel like we're gonna get Auntie in there too. Oh, hopefully by then I made enough money I could buy my hairline back. Hopefully oh, that's okay, baby. You can buy that. We can go to Atlanta. They they can put it on. Oh no, I'm not allowed back in Atlanta. Mm. Oh, no. That's for a conversation off the books. I'm not allowed. Oh, but I would you know they got the hair. Do they can get you the hair tonight? I, 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 my, I edges are, my edges are compromised, so you know I gotta <laughs> 
I got a little, I be getting a little help. My edges have been compromised for the, the life that I have lived in my younger days. Sister, believe me, I have no room to judge off anybody's edges. But no, you good. You look good, though, Uncle Boots. You look good. I appreciate you. Before we get out of here, Mima, please tell the people where they can find you. Tell the people what you got going on. And then, uh, yeah, all that good stuff. Okay. I usually don't like people following me. You know, that's back in, you know. But you can follow me now. Mm -hmm. um, I am on Instagram. It's it's Mima510. For those of you that can't spell, it's I-T-S-M-E-M-A-W. Five one zero, and I I'm also on TikTok at it's me ma five one zero. Hopefully I'll be coming to the LA area soon. Um, but as you can say, Pooch Uncle Pooche told me to keep going, so I'm gonna keep on going, and you are gonna see more me ma. I believe I'm almost at a thousand followers. Hopefully I can get to a thousand. Y'all help me get there. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. <laughs> and I am just want to thank, thank, thank you so much for this opportunity. This is my first podcast. I'm putting that on my resume. Putting that on my resume. I've been podcasting it. I'm podcasting it. I, yeah, thank I, you for this opportunity. I welcome. thank God for bringing you in my life. Me you too. know that comedy competition. Mm -hmm. So I can meet you, bro. Yeah, I can meet you. And, and listen, it, it is definitely an honor to have you. I mean, I didn't know this was the first podcast. Honestly, I think you're so talented. I I was shocked that you want to be. On, I'm still shocked people want to be on my show. I don't know why. I don't know why people listen. Me, my we scream. We streaming in over forty countries now. We streaming. What? In you better stream in over forty yeah. countries. Yeah, yeah, and what I don't know why. Ain't nowhere else to go but to the top. Uh, I don't know why. TV show. Look here, Hila, Nick. <laughs> Who else? All y'all that you know. I, I don't you know, know why. Me, my show. You know, we need it. Come on, I'm gonna manifest on. it. I don't know. We, we, we manifest it. We put it out there. That's what they say. Put it out there. We need our own show. Put it out there. It's out there. Somebody make it happen. Somebody. But, me, my show. But it, but it is. It is a. It is a blessing though, because like I said, three years ago, almost three years ago, when I started this in my parents' basement, yes. wasn't was not. This was not the plan. This was never well, the plan. You this are doing that. You doing it. You doing it. I'm wow. one year in the game. May 22nd, May one year as a stand-up comedian. Put that on my resume. I went here on it, and I, I I can't wait to get back into acting and doing you know plays. Mm -hmm. You know, it's nowhere. It just opened up my whole world again. Yeah, and I just want to see it's go hard or go home. Go I want to see where it can take me. It's you versus you, and that's the one thing I love. That is probably as a, as a competitive person, that's probably one thing I love. But this is really you versus me. I mean, I need help, and I and I have to learn how to accept help. But at the end of the day. Pooch, you know, Keith Bernard Johnson Jr. has to get up. And, you better get it, Keith Bernard Johnson Jr. Yeah, now you sound like my dad. Um, yeah, I gotta get up and do it. But no, Mima, I appreciate you. I, you know, I love your energy. I love you. And I want you to keep doing great things, okay? I'm not gonna have you on another episode. And, you know, we'll see each other on the stage soon again. Thank yes. You. <laughs> thank you no keep problem following you keep following me and let's just let's just rise to the top keep I'm gonna trying see you at the top. i'm gonna see you at the top i'm gonna talk to you later we're gonna get there see ya <laughs> no problem i will
Love piece of hair grease. Okay. Just, you good? Really, my mama just push the, the button. Just push the button. Get out there. <laughs> What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Six feet under. Six, six feet under podcast.